Hi everybody. This <laughs> I'm Corwin. Hey guys, I'm James. And the and welcome to this, this movie's, movie's gay. What'd you yeah. say? That? You, Ooh, guys, you we're it up. This movie's gay. Thank yeah, you. I no, that's what I said. Um, hey guys, we don't even have time to banter cheeky up front. Also, we can't follow up with the last episode because we haven't recorded it yet. Let's introduce our guests. You know them from their Tumblr videos where they are famous. T Shalise W. You also might know them from Twitter at Tavia underscore C. W, you can't put a period there. Or you know them as my co-host from the fantastic, the wonderful podcast. What, what the, the hell, hell mouth? mouth? Yeah. It's we never TC. introduce our, our guests like this. You're like showing out right now. Yeah, I feel I like feel you're super important. I feel like you're like, you're like, oh, TC's here. I have to show out for this. Oh, episode. no. What so, I'm doing is because this is the first time since Nicole with when Nicole was on the podcast, it was hectic. We just did whatever. This is me showing you, Corwin, how you should be introing guests. Um, I love when the oh. guests intro to themselves, yeah. just saying, "Hi, I'm." Yeah, well, okay. T- can you like... do that one? Can you do that? Can you do it? Just yes. Just that. Uh, Hi, I'm TC. Can you do it? Hi, I'm TC. Yeah, that was beautiful. TC is joining us for the last episode for our Pride Month episode. Unfortunately, we had some time constraints and some scheduling you issues. Ran out and of some, gas. And some, <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to be diplomatic about it, but TC ran out of gas, and I have to yeah. go to rehearsal. So we changed from the movie so that I originally was going to. Really, boy, is that a funny story? I don't have time to tell. Apparently, <laughs> but I had another movie to do, uh, but. I also had Was this episode of <laughs> I should have done that one just because I've talked about it multiple times and it's the first I've gay movie I it. watched um, as a young Portman. child. Hillary Swank. Um, Natalie <laughs> Portman, Hillary Swank, and one more of them. Who was the girl that did Beetlejuice? Renona, Ren- Ren- Christina Ricci, no, Winona, no, no, Winona, Winona Ryder. Natalie Portman, Winona Ryder. <laughs> Natalie Portman, Winona Ryder and Hillary Swank are the same woman. Did Christina Ricci not do Beetlejuice? No, Christina Ricci did uh, Adam's Family. And Casper, right? Anyway, we did the <laughs> an episode the of, of Pose, which is a movie or a show on FX. It's and the first episode's an hour and 18 minutes. So it's we might movie. as well have watched a movie. But I wanted to do this because it has a lot of transgender actors and actresses. And a lot of representation, a lot of really good stuff, especially since we had a little bit more time constraint for this. So we're going to do a bit of a shorter episode, but hopefully we can get all the nice talking points that we got at the other two soon to be three episodes uh, for this. I'm saying uh, and James is staring me down. Oh, no. For this pride I one time watched episodes. James edit all of your uhs out. And I was like, he never does that for me. Actually, James adds in stutters for me. No, I don't. <laughs> like, I'll be like, my name is T-C. And I'm like, I didn't do that. That's just how you talk. It's fine. There are stutter effects. that, Like, there are plugins called stutter. I could put that on there. But then it would sound more like an EDM track. Have you ever heard Joe featuring mystical stutter? All right, actually, probably. I'm gonna stop Solid all song. the the, the off track bantering because, and that's and and we don't have time for it. So I, this I'm, is something I'm just on, gonna. This is something on track. I'm just gonna railroad through everything. Yeah, I, can I say something cool. that is on Shut track? Shut the fuck up! <laughs> <laughs> said James, stop it. What is it? Is there a label for a straight cis man who? But, oh, I guess it wouldn't also be straight. Is there a label for a man who finds? Uh, transsexuals attractive transgender people transgender, yes transgender sorry yes well 
just transgender people in specific? Uh, or oh, Now that's fetishizing. So do you mean trans women? Yes, trans women. That Sorry. would be a straight man because trans women are women. Okay, that's exactly. what I, Yes, that's what I would say too, but I wasn't sure if there was also a term for that. No. No. Okay. <laughs> Never straight say man. transsexual again. <laughs> I'm sorry. Wait, but isn't I saw a huge pride th what this is, the, is a, a this learning is learning, learning. So there's okay. recently been a thing going around. I know what you're about to say. Yes. That thing where it's like LGBTQQAA. Yes. Yep. Couple things. Transsexual is a dated term. People okay. typically don't say transsexual anymore, and it's more like a medical term because like medicine doesn't ever age and it never like typically like the medical field they don't have to learn these things so like it is transgender that's a more like humanized term i believe okay. and also allies are not a part of the queer community oh yeah that that Correct. part allies was... it does not stand for ally it stands for asexual and aromantic I and found. aromantic what which i feel like i sort of ventured towards the aromantic and asexual spectrum can you spell Just... this a a the letter A and then the, the word romantic. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Because it sounded like you were saying aromantic. I think that's just the pronunciation. That's just, okay. that's just how I speak. All right. So I feel like I delve a little more on that side just because I never typically feel romantic and sexual attraction towards people. Mm. I do. When I do, it's towards men. That's why I say I'm gay. But like 80% of the time, I'm like, mm, I don't care. Can you so that's, define this for me? What? A romantic. A romantic is someone who does not have romantic attraction to either, any gender. Okay. And asexual is someone that doesn't have sexual attraction to any gender. Okay, awesome. So I don't say that I'm specifically asexual or aromantic because I do feel those things, but it comes so far in between times when I feel attraction to people in significant ways that I, I feel I'm on a spectrum for that, which sexuality is all a spectrum. And a lot of it's finding yourself. I know a lot of times I don't specifically feel male, but I don't feel female. So I don't consider myself gender fluid because most of the time I am grounded and I do feel like a male presenting person. But every once in a while, I'm like, nah, little, little fluid today. But that's where I'm talking about the fluidity of gender in some people, which is a good topic to talk about. Um, do you need any more no, thank for you. this? Okay. Any more questions? <laughs> because the only reason I slipped up is be, uh, because I saw that this morning, that huge where there's, you know, two T's, two A's. No, and I'm not like, I know it sounded really aggressive. Like, I'm not trying to jump yeah. down your throat. I know that you're very good at, except for that one joke that we had to cut out of what the hell mouth. I know that you're really good at not like. I don't um, remember. I do. We had to <laughs> knock a part out of one of our recordings as well. But yeah. And then there was that time was, James just wouldn't stop saying, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I already know it's, where you're going with this and it's not true. <laughs> it's not. Yeah. I mean, we just, we just like, James, by the way, this is not great. And then yeah. you're like, oh, okay. I think out um, of the, the 60 episodes, two things had to be cut for me either going way too hard into a bit that I shouldn't have. And yeah, God knows you will hang on to a bit sometimes. <laughs> He was doing it while we were watching this that episode, and we were like, like, oh, man. my God. I'm like a little man, kit. God, please get to the punchline so it'll be over. That little Kit Kat <laughs> that's just hanging there. And going after the punchline, and we were like, that. God. I don't eat Kit Kat, so I don't get that. Uh, no, a cat. A well, Kit Kat. Why did you say a Kit Kat? Well, that's what Nicole and I call He's cats. Okay. saying a kitty cat because, I don't know. No, a Kit Kat. Also, Kit Kat because we watched parts of Schitt's Creek with had Cabaret. Oh, this cat is club. what Cabaret is. Kit Kat Club. He's just making hand signs like you know yeah. what no, he's this doing. Is, this is He's doing like a, I want a, you to describe. a a bird opening jazz hands. I don't know how to describe that. It's not 
Imagine bird like opening. If, That's good um, though. You went to a club and there was a Muppet that was really drunk and they were doing no okay so they were Muppets but then somebody came over and snatched the Muppets off of the person's hand but the person was so drunk they didn't know the Muppets had been taken that's what James was doing oh I was like wait so in this reality the person is doing I was thinking well in now a, in no. every reality a person is running on Muppets <laughs> well, I'm no, I was clear one reality Elmo and them are not doing that themselves <laughs> well, yes I know that but I thought you were saying hey we are in the Muppets universe no the Muppets okay. are in our universe yeah but no, but I'm saying where they're not. So we're saying you're doing a Muppet move, and it didn't. But make you didn't have sense. the Muppets on. Now, now I do have a real question. I haven't seen a lot of the Muppets. When you're watching a Muppets movie, do they say like, "Hey, there's a man or f- female or whatever moving me"? Oh, whatever. <laughs> you know. Pull yourself together. Oh my. <laughs> That's not better. No, I, don't, I mean, I don't watch That's the Muppets not... enough to know if they break the, f- I mean, I'm sure that they do break the fourth wall. They it just kind of seems like something that would be like up their alley, but I don't watch the Muppets. Like saying or it's something that's up their alley. Up their so. asshole. Because that's what I, I thought you were saying. Oh no, I know for a fact that even in the Muppets universe, they know they're aware that they are puppets. Muppets, if you will. All right. So like every... Uh, podcast well, where we have a guest talked for 32 minutes so. <laughs> we've talked for 32 minutes before we got to the point but uh we usually damn it i said uh so we usually do a quick synopsis of what we watched and we make the guests do it on the spot tc has listened so tc should know that this is coming Ooh, so tc give us a quick synopsis of this uh first episode of pose can i quickly say something when you said damn it i only thought it was because nicole had come in yeah, and i thought I you like, were gonna say like, like <laughs> damn it we have to pause nicole. that's why i said that i had to say uh that's why i said that i said uh so that you both would know yeah. that it was not because of nicole bless her for coming in pose set in the queer 1980s dance scene um uh, there's a house <laughs> and it's called the house of abundance, but the mother's a bitch and has an accent maybe, or maybe she doesn't. I don't really know, but she's like real mean. And every time Blanca's like, Hey, I have an idea. She's like, no, that idea is stupid, but I have an idea. And then it's the same idea. So Blanca, who has recently been diagnosed with HIV, because I'm assuming this is set during the AIDS crisis is yes. like, you know what? I'm getting my own house. Um, and then 87, the mother is that popped up somewhere. Yeah, I did right not in the see beginning. it ever pop up. Okay. The mother is like, well, you know what? I do not support you or give you my blessing. But then Blanca starts like, first of all, India Moore, who plays Angel, is like, uh, I'm going to join your house, Blanca. But not before Kevin, maybe. I don't know what that guy's name was. He's a dancer, but his family just kicked him out because he's gay. And the dad slapped him and the mom slapped him. And then they beat his ass. And then they yelled at him on the front lawn. And then he threw a porno <laughs> magazine, which... And I know it sounds like I'm doing like a bit. It just apparently was very important to the storyline or they wouldn't have made it that long of a scene. But okay. And then Blanca buys a really nice apartment for someone who is a nail tech. And then um, uh, Billy Porter. Pose. (laughs) (laughs) And then Angel faces discrimination when trying to get a desk job. And Lil Poppy. uh, Oh, and Trump she Tower. also, I believe that Angel is a sex worker. Yes. But then she meets Evan Peters and she runs her hand down his shoulder and then they kiss in the car and then she falls in love with him. 
But he's yep. like, well, I mean, I have a wife and kids and also I work for a Donald Trump. But 1970, 1980s Donald Trump, not current Donald Trump, though I think both of them were equally bad. But Correct. he's like, I, you know, come on, you're not somebody I could be with. And then she's like, oh, man, I don't have a job or a boyfriend. But then I, I don't know. And then Blanca starts her own house, challenges House of Abundance to a competition, a challenge. They lose. And very, the house very clearly. Of Evangelista, who is Blanca's new house, loses. But then Blanca does the motherly thing and gets, I think his name was Daniel. You called him Kevin. I don't know what his name was either. That's the guy real who bad. Was thrown out by his the parents. guy who got bitch slapped real hard and it's then like threw a magazine. Fuck. And was a beautiful dancer, uh, went and, you know, auditioned for a dance school in New York. And Blanca got him the audition. And then he got the the thing. He got the... I'm so sorry. I'm getting another call. Can I take this? Oh Is it another God. random Chicago one? Sorry. Do it on speaker then. I haven't... Oh, I, they hung up. Okay. I don't know. I'm so worried that I'm going to, like, miss a call about surgery. Yeah, oh, that, makes that sense. would be very anxiety-induced. Which this episode is coming out around the time of that. Yeah, I'll probably be like under the knife as this is dropping. Yeah, so... Y'all will be dropping that heat. I'll be dropping the teat. It'll be great. <laughs> so the teat being my breasts. Tweet at TC and give them support, please. Give me love. Love. Lots of love for TC. That's at Tavia underscore CW because Twitter won't let you put a period. I'm going to complain about it every episode of What the Hellmouth until they change that rule. That dang rule is what they say. We also missed the very opening sequence was going to a museum and stealing a bunch of... Yeah, uh, like what? (laughs) Why? Stealing a bunch of like old royalty outfits. I don't know what to even call them right now. The worst part of that scene was how many of them got in the elevator at once. Why? Because that's dangerous? No, I just don't like elevators, okay. especially not with too many people. Like, if there are more than four <laughs> people, I'll be like, I'll take the next one. <laughs> how did you ever go to work at our previous job? There's always like 20 people in those elevators. Hold on a second. You went upstairs. I don't give a shit about being late just in general. So, <laughs> like, it was like... I like, mean, I'd be like, oh, a penny on the ground. And then I'd stop and stare at it for a while, even though it was like 2.59 and I was supposed to be on the clock at three. So waiting for an elevator was like, whatever. Cake. Fine. What would happen if a bunch of people came in the elevator, like floor five? I'd be like, oh, that's fine. And then I'd stand in the back and I'd just breathe real hard. <laughs> you, so it's not a germ thing. It's just an uncomfortable thing. Yeah. Elevators make me like super, super, super claustrophobic. They're okay. moving and they're a box and they could fall at any time. That's usually how I feel about roller coasters. I love I'm always roller like, coasters. Oh, God. Humans. I have to trust humans with my life in this death trap that's screaming through the air. Can I tell I, a story about a roller go coaster? Go for it. Okay. So one time I went to one of those like little janky carnivals. We went to Porky's Rib Fest and it was me, Mac, Rachel, and Jared. Mm. Oh, wonder if an ex-girlfriend of mine worked there. Probably. Your clown girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. There weren't any clowns there, but there was a side story is there was a little mule that like they were letting kids ride and Mac is like super, super caring about animals. And she went over and she was like, it's just so unfair. Like, <laughs> and we were like, do you need anything? And she was like, no, I'll be okay. And she just stood and watched him take this tiny little girl around a couple times. And she was like, I know. I feel like that was a really good Mac caring and being very upset by something voice. Yeah, I thought that it was, was a, heli- like a hilarious cool. scene, but like I feel bad that I thought it was a hilarious scene. 
Um, like I just went over and I was like, yeah, man, that's fucked up. And she's like, it's <laughs> yeah, really bad. Um, so we go to get on this ride and it's called the Screamer. And what it does is it takes you in like a 360 circle, but the little pot that you're in also spins in a 360 circle. Yeah. So me and Rachel get on one side and Jerry gets on the other side of the pod. And we like, when we go to like lock it in, the guy's like, we can't put it on you because Rachel's boobs are too big. So when Rachel got off, I got off, but Jarrett was facing the opposite direction. So he didn't know that we had gotten off. So Mac <laughs> being the good person she is, is like, well, you can't leave Jarrett up there by himself. So I get back on, but the guy had already like secured everybody's vests. So he walks past me and I was like, oh, I don't think my vest is secure. Excuse me, sir. My vest isn't secure, sir. <laughs> sir, excuse me. And the man running the ride looked me dead in the eye, smiled at me, and pressed the button to start it. And I was like, my vest isn't secure. <laughs> like, just was on the ride. And the guy next to me was like, oh, I'm crying. Oh, God. Oh, God. I'm crying. Oh, I think I'm going to throw up. I'm going to shit. I was like, what is happening here? And I'm holding on to the handlebars for deal life because I was like, if I let go, my thing's going to fling open. And I'm going to like fly all the way from Porky's to like O'Hare Airport. <laughs> And they are very far from each other. I was other. just about to ask. <laughs> oh I used God. to love roller coasters, but now I can't, I don't want to be on them. I just, sometimes it's just specific things. Like I'm like, I trust human engineering in most situations, but going on a roller coaster, I'm like, nope, mm -mm, not today, Satan, not today. If you go over 100 miles per hour in a car, you may as well get on a roller coaster. And you know I love going over 100 miles. Speaking of, I have a court date in Montgomery County on the 30th of July. Is that for that? No, that was a long time ago. Never mind. That got cleared from your record. I know when people are going 100 with me in the car, I'm grabbing that oh shit handle like, what the fuck? Because usually when they're going 100, their car's not that great and the shocks are just like, so you're hitting every single rock and bump and you're just... I only do it like on the uh, expressway, usually like when we're road tripping. I'd be like, oop, time to hit 111. Got to shave 30 minutes off this trip. If I haven't <laughs> shaved 20 minutes off of a trip, I didn't do my like my best driving. I mean, I can't say much. I've definitely sped to Memphis. But this will also be my third time going to court for my speed. So I think they'll probably make me pay the $1,500 oh, this no. time. Oh, my dude. Dude. <sighs> That's disappointing. I know. I hope they don't. But the cop was super mad because he was like, do you know how fast you were going? You were going really fast. I was like, when saw, was this? Uh, Thursday. Oh, my We're geez. on the way down. And I was like, I saw 70 on the dash. He said, let's be honest. I was like, uh, yeah, maybe 65. He said, you could not have thought you were going 65. I clocked you at 90. What you did was you were speeding and you slammed on the brakes when you saw I was a cop. I went. Yeah, man, I think I was going about 65, 70. <laughs> he was so fucking mad. <laughs> Ooh, he was mad as hell. Then when like I wouldn't admit it, he leaned in the window to Anissa and he was like, yeah, where are you guys headed? And she was like, St. Louis. And he was like, why so fast? And I mean, he's leaned in the window where I was like, are you going to make love to her? What's happening here? <laughs> he didn't. And Anissa was like, I think they were going about 70. And he was like, can I see your, your license, please? That man was so mad. Uh, he's going to show up at court because oh, he sure. knows you're going to go to the yeah. judge and be like, oh, I was going like 65. No, I was absolutely, I was going over 98. I wouldn't contest it. I just when, thought if I like convincingly July 30th, but I'm going to see if they can move it or if they can just move it to Chicago. Okay, well, I'm, ble I'm bleeping some stuff. Wow. What if they pull this podcast because and say, I'm not going to contest it. I know oh. that I was going, I was going over 100 miles per hour before he clocked me by the time, I, but he took my speed from a radar behind him. I didn't know they could do that or I would have just been yeah. like, well, fuck it. I'll go past you. Like, maybe I run. Who knows? You know, Wait, maybe I wouldn't you, be here. What do you mean behind them? So I didn't know that they could. The radars now like will take your speed behind them as well. 
Like as yeah. they're driving? They were in front of me, took my speed, and then like I screeched oh, to us, I slowed down, and then like we were next to each other, and he slowed down more, got behind me, and turned his lights on. And I was like, maybe he's pulling me over because I'm driving and eating Takis. And Anissa was like, no. And I was like, <laughs> should have been like, okay. officer, how fast were you going? Because that's how fast I was like, going. You, you going in front of me. Pretty fast, sir. Uh, <laughs> I didn't see no lights. And you're driving pretty reckless out. Is that a gun? <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> oh, there's. I was bringing up that you talked about it on what the hell mouth before that girlfriend's birthday and then you were trying to get there and then you got the felony ticket or something. Yeah. And they had, they just took it off my record. Yeah. So they're not going to see that. No, no, no. I mean, they'll still see it. You don't know. And I also have another one from um, Thanksgiving of this past year, but they threw it out because the uh, cop didn't come. Yes. But it's still on my record. No. So now I have two felony, um, Speeding tickets on my record. I don't know if it's actually a felony. All I know is that I am not allowed to uh, speed anymore. No, not that. I'm not allowed to uh, be on a jury anymore, which oh. is great because I just got called for jury duty for the first <laughs> you were time. Like I can't be on. That. I made a joke Sorry. where I was like, "What's the point in you know being a felon if they're going to still call me in for jury duty?" And I guess the Lord was like, "Oh, that's funny. Like it was funny that you got a speeding ticket." And I was like, "A little bit." And he was like, "Well, here's another one." Oh, I wish he would have just took me to jail instead of making me pay fifteen hundred dollars. So pose. Exactly. Pose. Pose. So what were some some things in this that really stuck out for you? It was super long. Like, I think yeah. that as I was watching it, I was like, maybe I'm like incredibly cynical. No, like, I don't think that long. I felt things. And like, it wasn't something that I'd watch again. I appreciate the representation. And I think that's great. And I'm happy for them. But it's not something that drew me in at all. I got drawn drew, in. James is going to binge watch this entire season Good as luck. we leave. Are all of the episodes that long? No. Okay, I think that's that actually my might. first note. It, it says, Corwin, it's only 50 minutes. Episode is an hour and 18 minutes long. <laughs> well, I think the normal episodes are like 50 minutes because they're on TV and it's for an hour. So you've got commercial breaks and shit like that in there. I get but since it's a pilot episode it's longer and i forgot about that and i get that i get that it's the pilot i just really 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 hate and like like an overabundance of exposition it was a lot but it also had a it did have a lot of content a lot of moments you had the kid getting kicked out of his home for being gay which is very visceral and i don't know if i would recommend listeners who have strong feelings about scenes like that watching it because it can be a little eh. I mean I was feeling eh about it myself especially when the dad just started beating him with a belt I was feeling that way until someone made a joke it well was that was really TC and I looking at each other and going ooh hard for me to get into that scene because I get it and like I do understand that that's a very realistic thing I just thought that the dad was a really bad actor and like he said all of his lines like this and he was saying them and he just wouldn't stop saying his lines and I was like maybe like a breath or a pause or a change of your movements and then that thing with the like the magazine I was like any seriousness that there was maybe like the the way the like Daniel Kevin, <laughs> I don't the way that saying. that person like threw it and the like battle cry they did, I was like, hmm, I'm out of that now. But that I do was the think moment that, that like, we laughed. If it had been executed better, I think that that would have been like a more like, ugh. It definitely, <laughs> it had a very Ryan Murphy feel. Yeah. I will say that. Yeah. It will, it, it did. Yeah. And I want to know who the black writers on the show are. That's a thing I'm very interested in. And I don't know if there are any. Very Ryan Murphy. They're all very sassy. 
They were. Am very I doing sassy. gay wrong or are, like do the, <laughs> no, the, I mean, the gays the, just always get written very like mm-hmm, honey, and I'm like I'm just not like that all it's the time. It's a very caricature i do know a lot of people that are like that but not everyone is but then i also am not like in the ballroom scene so i think that there's a lot of things that would go over my head well you also you see some sass in the ballroom scene joke again no does the ballroom (laughs) dear god we will have to go outside and fight (laughs) does the ballroom scene is this still active (sighs) i couldn't i mean it's sort of transitioned into other things i feel like I don't think it's specifically ballroom anymore, but I think it exists in spirit, I guess. And this is what you were talking about from The Birdcage. Yes. Okay. And we'll watch a movie in the future. Actually, one of them on the list today, potentially to watch, was Paris is Burning, which is all a oh, documentary I'm so about. Sorry, that. I wish I could have. I've, I've wanted to see Paris is Burning so bad. That was that was that the was, number one on ugh. the list. And then the second from one was From what I understand, I'd have been a wreck, so I wouldn't have been able to like. I was going to suggest that, but I didn't know if documentaries were no, that's, on that's the table. No, that's definitely on our okay. That's the top of my list. I will was be the top back of my to watch Paris is okay. Burning. Yes. Yes. There we go. (laughs) We'll have another episode. Wait, how long is it? Uh, Just say 90 minutes. Lie to me, Corwin. It's 90 minutes, James. Oh, yes, we can do it. 90 minutes, James. I don't like doing movies over 90 minutes. Everything is 90 minutes, James. Actually, The Birdcage was two hours, and he did really well. I was very proud of him. Oh, man, that's such a great movie. Hey, guys, watch (laughs) The Birdcage. It's on Amazon Prime. If you want it in surround sound, you're going to have to pay for it. If you just want it in dual audio, it's free if you got Prime. But anyway, the Paris is Burning is about the ballroom scene yeah. and all of that. So we will watch in the future so that you know more about it. I am not an expert in the ballroom scene at all Nor by any means. So I cannot speak to it with the authority that someone else has. Agreed. But I think that a lot of what we saw is very indicative of that scene. And from the movies that I've seen that do include ballroom scene, it does have sort of a sassiness underlying to it, but not everyone is like that. There are plenty of people and characters in these movies that I've seen that are not overly sassy. I want to write a movie about gay people where they're just like boring. I'm pretty sure that exists and I think I found it. That'll be our third movie we watch together, TC. I don't want the movie to be boring. I just want them to be like... No, I I understand I want representation for myself where it's like, oh, this guy's boring as fuck, but he's gay. (laughs) (laughs) That's why the Sarah Silverman program won a GLAAD award. Pass on Sarah Silverman. But that's why we (laughs) are doing this podcast, because we do want more representation in films and more films about gay people that are just normal. Like Love, Simon. He's just normal. Didn't see it. He is a a sort of boring protagonist in the sense that he's just a normal person. I'm sorry. I should have considered the fact that I didn't need to tell that roller coaster story because I listened to the episode that you guys did with Rachel and I would like to plead my case about the Punisher thing. (laughs) (laughs) The violator. Uh, Talk about the violator in our last 10 minutes. is how that happened. So I guess at some point or another, we bought it and it didn't work. So I was like, uh... What didn't work? The so it's supposed to vibrate. Okay. And for people that <laughs> don't know, I, <laughs> I live with, I used to live with TC's sister. Yes. Uh, Mac. TC, uh, I'm Rachel. sorry. TC is not my sister. TC is me. Mac is my sister. Rachel is my best friend. <laughs> TC comma S sister Mac. Yes. Anyway, go on. That's why I know the story. That's why I was involved in this at all. 
So, so we bought it and it didn't work. And I guess for some, it was very expensive and you can't send sex toys back. So like I even reached out to them and I was like, hey, it didn't work. And they were like, don't worry about it. We'll send you another one. And I was like, I'd really rather my money back. <laughs> but of course they weren't going to do that. So I was like, hey, do you guys want this big black dick? And they were like, yeah, we'll take it. Which is like a weird breach that like I don't think I've ever done with like, you don't ask your relatives like, hey, you want a cock? Like, it's not <laughs> something you do. But I don't know. I, I I offered it anyway and they took it. And I guess like I was busy and Mac and Rachel were busy and like Anissa wasn't doing anything. So I was like, hey, can you run this over to Mac and Rachel's house when you go? Like she was going to feed the cats or something. She's like, yeah, sure. And when I I go later to feed the cats dinner and when I walk <laughs> in there, Corbin had like a, a wicker, like a laundry basket ass type thing, like a, yeah. a, a bed a bottom of the bed thing, like yeah. a, 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 a divan, a linen basket, a divan. So um, <laughs> I don't know what that is. Me neither. It goes in div- divan. Wait, well, what is this? It's just it's not actually mine. It's uh, Max, but it's a it's just a big storage it? cabinet. Oh, Mac has a uh, wicker divan. And <laughs> I walk into the house and the, like the violator is just sitting there. And I walked in and I was like, oh, my God. So <laughs> I pick it up and I'm trying to like jazz my way into my sister's room. And I like stuff it under her pillow. And as I'm walking out, Corwin's walking out the bathroom. He's like, you had that big black dick? <laughs> it's like, yes, I am. And he's like, no, I saw it when I came in. And I was like, OK. And he was like, Mac and Rachel were just here. So I was like, oh. Okay. Well, I'm saying Morgan was like, did you move that big black dick? I was like, yeah. She was like, oh, I put that out there. So Anissa had come and put it under the pillow. And I guess to be like funny, Matt came, took it from under the pillow, was like, whoa, that's big and slapped it on the wicker divan. And then I like our wires were so crossed that I was like, I didn't know. I didn't want Cole to see it. And he was going to think that we were weird. And then what it actually was the entire time was I had put the batteries in the wrong way. <laughs> But it works. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, I, I have another one. So, I mean, I don't know if theirs works. Maybe it doesn't, but mine does. I think when I told the story with Rachel, I forgot the part that Mac and Rachel had come home and taken it out of the room. But I know that whenever I first took notice of it, it was because Mac was like, she just put this in here. And yeah, big old black dick. It's huge. It's, it's, it's big. It's giant. If you want to see what it looks like, and it's heavy. He tweeted at me or at the podcast yeah. with yeah. a picture of it so it's it's in our it's feed it's very large it can be used as a club like yeah. it's, it's a like weapon like a nightstick yeah for sure <laughs> I've never heard either of the stories until recently however TC did send me a picture and just pretty much was like hey look at this yikes I mean I've I send James so porn big. also like not like in a weird way I'm just like hey isn't this commentary like this script funny no, well, I mean yikes in the yeah. sense that that thing is huge. It's bigger than these mics. You've also sent yeah. me pictures of that, like, this is like the best butt plug, but it's huge butt plug. Yeah. And you know what else I've sent you pictures of? And I meant to mention this. So when we were on our road trip, I saw okay, about six possums. Oh, my God. And did you Fuck know, off. Corwin, that when you see a possum on the side of the road, you're supposed to stop, pull over, what, and then pick the possum Why aren't your up? headphones off? And open its vagina Why? with your fingers <laughs> to check and see if she has babies inside of her. Now, I don't know what you do after That's that. That's not what picture, you're supposed to do. The picture just shows somebody holding a vagina. That was, I'm sorry, holding a possum. <laughs> it's that was not a vagina. With... They're marsupials. They have pouches oh. like kangaroos. Well, that's no fun. <laughs> I'm not getting in the vagina. What's the... It's actually a fine story now. You're just opening in a pouch. Now nah, open her vagina. Oh my god! Also, I don't think <laughs> just to be safe. Is Nicole in the other room? Oh, did you know that? We- 
<laughs> what was her face like? Uh, she's eating, so I didn't finish. Oh, gross. Uh, and uh, let's, uh, let's wrap up on Pose because that's is it. I love the courage to go and grab royal you know historical outfits from a museum Mm -hmm. and then break the fuck out of that museum because electra abundance was like i look too good not to be seen and then breaks that big ass window uh and then yeah goes and does a performance in that that was a great moment that's the moment that always sticks out to me in this show i also love billy porter who was in the original kinky boots amazing incredible just look up billy porter on youtube also beautiful sculpted by god Absolutely wonderful outfits for Oscars and the Met Gala and all that stuff. Uh, Whatever came on last night. The Tonys. The Tonys, yeah. The Tonys last night that were... You know who's beautiful? India Moore. Also beautiful. I think I, I put like four times really... that India Moore was fine as fuck. A lot of really beautiful people in I'm going to say India Moore takes show. the cake, but yes. Yeah. I yeah. I mean, Electra Abundance also, who I don't know the actor names because I'm terrible for names of actors and characters. I do remember Electra Abundance though, because she's iconic in the show. She actually has, from what I understand of the show, she has a really great character arc in that we first see her as this sort of villain character, but by the end, she's sort of not at all. So I'm excited for James to watch the show and see where Electra Abundance goes. Is yeah. this a one season show or is it, I think they're on it's, like season no, three they're, now. They're okay. on season, oh, dang. yeah. I think they finished season two or season two is coming out now or I don't know. But yeah, it's multi, multi-season. So here's also another reason why I want to watch this show. The Rewind with Dana and PJ, they have always been talking about this show. However, much like what they say, they, they're shit-faced by like halfway through. So when they were talking about this i thought they were saying polls and it was a stripping show but they never described details of it so they were just like oh yeah i'm watching polls and i'm like yeah i don't know what this show is but now that i know it's this i can have something to talk to them about it's about ball culture it's about transgender people it's about houses uh which are like adopted families which are a very beautiful concept and it's very we might not I mean, I there are still houses in the drag community and gay community and stuff like that, but it's something that a lot of gay people will you'll see like they get kicked out by their family and they tend to have their adopted family. I mean, even I, I wasn't kicked out by my family, but I still have like I call them my Chicago family and they're just a, a bunch of friends and stuff. And if I took nothing else from it, I think that the like idea that like you create your own family is like what resonated with me. Beautiful resonation. I don't know that Pose is my cup of tea, but I did like that. Would you recommend it to other people? I personally would not. Okay, James? Yeah, go for it. I would like to see where this show goes. I definitely would recommend it to other people. I would like to apologize for having a sort of shorter episode for this week. It's completely Uh, my fault. I'm sorry. (laughs) So uh, thank you for listening with us and everything. Can I say- Thank you for joining us. Go ahead. One of my quick start. If I were to steal a scepter, who would want it more? I would. Yeah, I- I don't really think I I want a a crown or anything. I want a- Just the scepter. I can only guarantee you a a scepter. I would like a brass strap on. 
Yes, brass strap on. It would be so heavy. <laughs> so, <laughs> you're going to be strong, though. You can't yeah. make it a strapless strap on. Um, I could just which... kegel real hard. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, why are you walking so hunched over? Like, hey, it's a whole thing. Don't worry about it. I can't believe that James was the one that introduced me to what that was. That's appalling yeah i was pretty surprising. surprised that you guys didn't know what that okay and then also to defend myself i've never used a strap <laughs> a strap one i, I have used a hollowed out one and that was a huge mistake but i have not used that's a just strapless. a sheath right no they make hollowed out like straps that are supposed to be for like cisgendered men with like uh penises that do like i mean you know sometimes you want to add some yeah, um, but when sheath. you don't put a, a meaty in it when there's nothing in it it bends yeah right up a, in you it's a sheath and just makes your dick bigger what it's it bent inside of me <laughs> it's because you're supposed to have something in it you should just and i like cried out just, she was like yeah you like that and i was like oh no that was a cry hey <laughs> should just put the actual like strap on underneath it so that you had the dildo and had then it. The i sheet. think it got thrown away at the time and like Aww. that was the one i bought and like i bought it and i was like ooh, 10 inches don't mind if i do <laughs> and i did mind um so thank you for listening to this short quick episode i have to run to rehearsal so bye, bye. me and james gonna are just gonna, gonna keep all... it going <laughs> oh, 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 do we want ended. to no uh, yeah let's do so, it so tc do you have any plugs sure you, since james wants the guests to go first um you know what for this episode just follow my transitioning instagram it's transitioning with tc i update it pretty sparingly but uh for anyone that kind of wants like a peek into what it's like to transition. I've been transitioning since uh, January, so... And speaking on that, I also forgot the thing that I've asked every fucking podcast for this month. Oh, yeah. What does pride mean to me? What does pride mean to you? I can't follow Rachel's. It was so heartwarming. (laughs) It was so heartwarming. Um, I think that pride is like our celebration of family where, you know, like you, you get to see like who you belong to, if that makes any sense. Like pride to me is a month where I get to see, you know, my people. And like, you know, I don't see that very often. I don't go into work and know that, you know, these people are queer. I don't go to bars and know that these people are queer. But Pride is the month where like we get to have a togetherness that I think usually we kind of have to mute just to make it through our everyday life. And every time June comes around, I'm a little bit like, you know, maybe like less depressed because I get to remember that like, no, there are other people like me and there are other people that like have these same struggles, but also have these same joys. That's beautiful. That's also a beautiful heartwarming answer. I will say what Pride means to me on the next episode, not the one after Pride. You will have heard his definition on the 30th episode. No, no, I'm going to do it the 32nd. I'm going to do it right after Pride ends. Oh, okay. Uh, Since we're out of time and this is just sort of an unorthodox episode in a way that we're late and recording and all of that. Not in the subject matter. The subject matter is uh, beautiful (laughs) and it's something that needs to be talked about. We do need more people the reason that I also chose the movies that I did for that we were potentially going to do is because I wanted to see representation for not only in having transgender characters, but having transgender people playing those characters as well. So there's you don't a movie, get that a lot. Like tan- you get like yeah. Felicity Huffman or some shit. Yeah. And or Hillary Swank. So that's why I'm glad that Goddamn we Natalie Portman. did at least do <laughs> <laughs> we at least did this episode of this show because if anything, it is beautiful representationally. Agreed. So thank you for joining us uh, thank you this for having week. Me. Of course. Uh, hopefully we'll have you again. Cannot stress enough. When I'm we can so have sorry more. I ran out of gas. It's All fun. Good. Hopefully we'll have more banter in the future because that's fun and I won't be such a hard ass about being like, 
no, back on track. Pose. You so, let TC explain a roller coaster story. You were very good with us. I I did. You also said that I, I wouldn't be talking at all. And I'm yeah, like, no, you, I'll, I'll look be talking back at, fine. I'll look back at these waveforms and see, Corwin, you're taking a back seat to the bros over here. I highly doubt that. I feel like TC and I talked way more than yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, I did not talk so, at all. The, these past shut your straight I, mouth, James. I, I haven't been talking a lot these past episodes. So, and thank you, thank you for, and thank you for asking questions because that's what a part of this is for—is education. So, thank you for coming, and uh, we will be following your transition in Instagram and everything like that. Thank Please you. Follow TC for that. I have a show at the end of July, or middle to end and beginning of August, July, August, whatever. I said that way weird. I'm doing Macbeth. There we go. I've talked about it. Theater of the mind. We can't Please say come it. to the show. Support us. Uh, follow my theater company, Saulbox Theater, and follow me on Twitter at Core Winning. Follow the podcast at This Movie's Gay. And yeah, that's my plugs. James. I'm only plugging one podcast today. That's What the Hell Mouth. TC yeah. and I do it together. We're watching Buffy the Vampire Slayer. It's a fucking who in a holler. Also, I apologize to James for my ums. Oh, I... It um, doesn't... Uh, one, it's off podcast stuff. So, yeah. Okay. And find all of this stuff at mlmpod.com. mlmpod.com. Bye. 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 Corwin's got to go by. You want to bring the mic down just a little bit? No. <laughs> with it, yeah, with a clip. Uh, our, is clip. everyone's? Is this good? Uh, no, fuck off. Okay, you know, go. God damn it. <laughs> we don't <Sorry>. have time. <laughs> this is this is every episode of What the Hell Mouth. We have barely banter time. Uh, do you uh, actually because it's skipping an episode? I'm starting. Okay. Yes. All right. Are you ready? Yeah. TC, you ready? Ooh. Okay. Have you ever I'm going to take that as yes. I'm going to take that as a ready. Okay. <laughs> this has been a Marshland Media production, produced by James McCullum. For more content, please visit mlmpod.com. To support our network and have access to exclusive podcasts, head over to patreon.com forward slash MLM pod and sign up today.